Answer this question from the subscriber. They want to know when will they ex realize that you know they the best person for them while they dealing with this other you know other rebound relationship, dealing with the painkiller and things of that nature. They pretty much more concerned about their ex that been in their life, their previous loved one that's gone out their life. They more concerned about will they realize that they was the better person for them in the long run. Alright, let's jump straight up into it. So the first thing you need to realize is that that person gone. They over there. They gone. They out your life. You know. And for some strange reason in life, people don't want what's good for them. They want excitement, fun. You know, people hate to be bored. And that rebound relationship that that person left you and go jump into, it might be fun, excitement, something new to do. Don't mean it's better. It is new. And as soon as that infatuation, burnout, give it time. Now, here's the thing about that when I say give it time. There is no set time. No one can tell you, well, give it three months. Give it two weeks. No, it really depends on the, on that person, on them. See, the thing is, a lot of times in those situations, the painkiller, the person, the rebound person, a lot of times they don't know they're the painkiller and the rebound person, so they really, really, really falling in love with your, your ex, your loved one, your narc, whatever you want to call them, whatever name you have for them. They really falling in love with that person. And... To your ex, if they're not, it's just a game to them. Key, keyword, remember what I said? They look for fun, excitement, someone they can, you know, manipulate, get over on, gain something from. And they probably just jump to this other person just solely for that. But will they ever realize that you was the better person and things of that nature? No, because the thing is, a nar don't care. That's the bitter truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat this shit for you. They don't care. They're heartless. They only looking for a good time. Now, they're not here to stay for a long time. You know the saying. So they're going to go over there, do what they're going to do over there. Complacency going to sit in. They're going to have arguments. They're going to have ups and downs. They're going to know. They're going to have all the things that a relationship going to have. They want that break free, knowing that, a, you know, a narc worst fear is being alone. Before that relationship break up, they will find and seek out their next victim. All I'm saying on this channel is to think and don't let that person come back to you and use you up, then get what they need from you and move on. See, this is the mind of a narcissist. They want to go out there and have fun. They love being a hoe. Now, when I say this, you know, I know women like, you think, most people think I'm just talking about women. No. A hoe can go be both sex, men or women. So, when I say a hoe, I'm talking about men and women. So, here's the thing. In the narcissist's mind, they want to be a hoe. They want to go out there and hold themselves out. How they fun. You know, they say stupid shit like YOLO, you only live once, you know. 
they, you know, listen to that girl song, and, and that's, you know, the national anthem for them. They stand up, put their hand over their heart, and let that WAP song play. In my mind, that WAP me whack-ass person, if you taking that shit to heart. I'm sorry, you know, that's what you want to believe. That's what my belief. But anyway, their worst fear is being alone. And they want to go out there and be a hoe. They can't be a hoe if they're by themselves. So they always need a victim, a body, somebody. And when they get tired of hoeing, their little hoe train starts slowing down. Their little choo-choo caboose starts slowing down. They need a recharge. Kind of like no Tesla cars. You have to plug in and charge the battery. They need a recharge. Who can recharge them? Who kind enough to let them come back to them? Who has history with them? Who afraid to let them go? Who afraid to let them go and you will always be there when they come back and you will let them back in your house? Who? Who is that? Who is concerned about what they doing and who they doing it with? Who? I think. Let me think for you. Who is out there asking me all these questions, what they think, what they feel, what stages they go through while dealing with someone else? Who, who asks me questions like that? Now, this is the question I want to ask you. If you let them people come back to you as a reset button, because that's what they're using you as, like the Nintendo reset button, they hit the reset button and start all back over from the beginning, like... None of that whole matter. Like, none of that uh, little relationship that you jump over there with. None of that matter and stuff like that. So you so eager to take them back. Would they respect you if you let them come back to you? I'll wait. Why you come up with a, you know, answering your brain for that? Will they, re the question is, will they respect you if you let them come back to you? first and you know 
really caring and loving yourself, that nonsense or foolishness, it don't come your way. See, a narcissistic person hates a woke, smart person. You know, you might be feeling like, why can't I get somebody? Why is this? Because you're smart and you woke. See, a, a manipulator looks for someone they can manipulate. If they sense they can't manipulate you, they don't want no parts of you. That's why you might be single for a long time. Most people are like, well, this why and this why because your attitude. A manipulator looks for a, man a person that they can manipulate. If they can't manipulate you and get over you, they don't want you. It's plain and simple. A wolf don't bother another wolf. Simple as that. So don't let these people tell you and all that stuff. Why this and why that. Another thing too. A guy asked me like, hey, Warren, how about this? How about I just be friends with my ex? And I work my way out the friends on. You don't do no super shit like that. I had to learn that the hard way. Because I, I thought that too. I believe, I believe that too. You know, the reason why I say don't do that is because you're putting that person in the driver's seat. And they can drive your ass wherever they want to go. And you have to put up with some things that you don't need to be putting up with. Just to get this person back in your life. See, the thing is, when all else fails... That's your opportunity. That's that's how that's how they see it. They're like, well, I'm gonna just come back to you. But it's an opportunity, yeah. But at the same time, that's not an opportunity that you want. You know, you taking scraps. You know, your ex is out there letting somebody nut on their face. Your ex is out there sticking a bare penis. And so some nasty, sweaty, soggy, vagina-ass woman. Next time you see your ex and stuff like that, just look them dead in the face and use your imagination. Just picture all that cum coming out their mouth and all that stuff. Somebody in a nut in their face and stuff like that. This is on their face. Somebody in a stick their bare, bald penis in their mouth and all that stuff. Your ex walk around with a half ounce of cum floating around in their body. That's what you fighting for. Nastiness. Let these people go. Work on yourself. Better yourself. Love yourself. Put your goals first. Work on your goals. No matter what it is. Put God first. Work on your goals. The reason I'm saying this is because this. You don't get no second go around. This is your life. This is it. And how it's playing out is all because of your choices you're making. You're not going to die and come back and like, okay, all right, I'm ready to play now. No, this is it. This is it. You know, this is game. You in the game. You know, play to win. Play to win, because this is it. There's no second go around. I don't know how many people you know that died and came back and like, hey, man, all right, I'm ready to start living life now. No, live life to the fullest now. I'm not saying go out there and do no stupid shit, but live life to the fullest. Whatever your goals may be, write that shit out. Plan, plot, strategize. 
This is it. You the star of your show. Go out there and do your do your thing. That, I mean, this is it. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, you can always reach me through email, or you can just text me your story. No matter where you at, you know, you can be in Antarctica in you know, one of those little snow caves. You know, as long as you got a Wi-Fi antenna and you got a working phone, I got you got me. You know, you can be in you know, Egypt in those little sand huts. As long as you got Wi-Fi, you know, I'm there with you. You know, and I'll be there with you. You can be in the jungle of Malaysia. As long as they got Wi-Fi in that jungle, and you can, you know, dodge some animals and the mosquitoes, I'll be there with you. Now, with that being said, peace. Take care of yourself. This been a Me, Myself, and I podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with me, send me an email at mcfadden.warren at gmail.com. Or you can text me on WhatsApp at one seven zero six. 346-4783.